0: Today is December 18th, 2020. This is episode 101 of Back to Normal. So let's get started. All right. In this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about COVID and Christmas, a little bit about vaccines and kind of just going through what um, my family, our family's plans are for Christmas, given everything we know about um, this pandemic and the virus. And, you know, maybe talk about Ontario as a whole, but probably probably keeping it pretty close to our family. So, obviously, we're a week out from Christmas. I'm actually, I was thinking about it yesterday. I either have to record an episode of this, I usually do it, I record it on the day the show comes out. But I don't think, I just suspect that's not going to happen on Christmas Day. I'm just not going to come down here and do that. So I'm probably going to record the episode for Christmas Day and probably New Year's Day as well um, in advance, like the day before, likely. <laughs> um but we're a week out now so if you don't have a plan for christmas already and you haven't figured out how you can do it and who you can do it with safely um you should be doing that basically we're all being told and we've been being told basically since thanksgiving um that we should all be continuing to limit our contacts before and after christmas and though i don't i haven't heard anybody say don't like basically the advice is if don't be alone at christmas if you're alone all the other times um hopefully by now people who do live alone or who live like with one other person have kind of a small group of of trusted contacts that they spend time with because obviously complete social isolation is is actually probably worse than um getting this virus after after a certain number of years <laughs> and we're coming up on the first year of this and so if you are taking this seriously and you know not having a big christmas family gathering um basically The idea and the hope is from public health uh, officials is that over any given two-week period you limit your contacts to as few people as humanly possible and basically if you do that there's the risk of any disease transmission is very low and and so basically if you use christmas as the kind of the most important day of december for example um, where you want to you want to have the most contacts on that day again still fairly small number but the most contacts kind of on that day or right around that day um like you have to not have any other contacts with any other people other than the people you're going to see at christmas in that kind of two-week period around christmas and so basically the idea is see as few people as possible within reason um limit limit the number of people you see to your household if possible but if not possible um if or it's not reasonable then keep your gatherings as small as possible and make sure that the people that that are coming to see you um, have been doing the same. So basically, if you can come up with a pact or a contract, like a social contract with that family to basically say, okay, we're not doing anything that's even remotely um, risky. We're not like nobody go to any movies, nobody go to any dine-in restaurants. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, like if you need to pick up groceries, do a big grocery shop now and like do a big grocery shop right after christmas but um so that's the plan that's what we're all doing um our plan for christmas at this house is will be like basically julia's family unit my my family lives in calgary and alberta and so basically the only thing we were ever going to do um for christmas is julia's family unit so there's four of us in the house two very small children um julia and i and then julia's parents um Julia's brothers one of whom will be bringing um their fiance and that's eight of us um yeah we have we have uh, between all of us between all the people i just mentioned none of us really have a ton of reason to be around other people and that's especially like we, <clears throat> we would have potentially seen like um Julia's brother for example lives alone and so he had a couple of you know close contacts and he would visit with Julia's parents like from a distance outside his apartment, um, on a weekly basis. So it's not like they haven't seen each other at all. They see each other every week. Um, but none of us really have any kind of reason right now around Christmas to, to need to be around other people. Um, all of our jobs allow us to work remotely and, or if not remotely, then at least alone. And so it's not like we're spending a lot of time indoors with other people. We're in a situation where, where we'd be putting other people at risk. Um, I say this, (laughs) I wrote this yesterday. Case numbers in Ottawa are really low right now. Anyways, Um, they're not really low. They're just at a steady state and have been at a steady state basically since September. Um, Like small ups and downs, but basically staying between, you know, 10 or 20 and 100 and maybe even lower than 100. But basically, um, there's not in Ottawa, there's not a current like surge or outbreak going on. There's like a slow burn, steady state keeping things relatively calm um yeah but that's basically what we're seeing and so so there's not a huge amount of worry about this this small group and we've all basically agreed on the phone um about a week ago that this is what we're gonna do here's a plan we're all gonna have masks during this dinner um during like our get together we're gonna get together for kind of a couple of hours maybe a few hours um, have dinner. we're gonna to try to do it the best we can completely apart. Um, Julia's mom bought well she bought she bought disposable Christmas like themed face masks and these um like kind of eye covering face shields and basically the idea is we're all going to don our PPE, be together for a few hours and you know exchange gifts, have a meal that that has kind of been portioned out already and honestly. As a person who is immunocompromised, potentially, we don't really know. um, See, I think it was episode 50 for that discussion about cystic fibrosis. Um, None of us in that small group of people has any reason to to have been exposed. We haven't we haven't done anything like when people say, oh, yeah, I was super careful, except when I did this one thing. It's like, well, yeah, that's (laughs) that's how it works. Um, None of us have done anything and we've been able to to do this and, and sustainably do it since March and so it feels like we've earned this one small thing but we're sacrificing a bunch of other things in order to get there um so I wouldn't say we're getting complacent um but in Ottawa we've been really careful this whole time and um like as a as a group and so this feels this feels earned and doesn't even feel risky like I honestly being the person who is potentially the most at risk um I still don't feel like there's really any risk and I don't feel like that risk is compromised by for example us not wearing masks like if we're going to be in the same house for several hours this is that's because i trust the people that um that we've made this commitment with and a mask probably has a much lower chance of saving you if you're in a small house like a a small house with no ventilation like sealed up uh, because it's winter and cold um once you're inside in that space like if you take your mask off even to eat The virus does not care, but I'm not, I'm not particularly concerned because there's such a small group of us and we've all been, we've all been extraordinarily careful the entire time. So honestly, this seems like a, a very safe Christmas plan. I think if we consulted our doctors about this, but obviously we wouldn't do because (laughs) that's not how doctors work. Um, they would, they would agree that like, we're basically forming our own family bubble and we're less than 10 people total. So, um, yeah, that's, that's where we're at right now. Um, all of us, obviously not just our family unit, but all of us, um, feel that we've made all the right sacrifices so far. We haven't done anything like out of stir craziness to, to like put ourselves at risk. Um, I'm really, really hoping though, that the next time, for example, Easter that we have, um, that we've all had the chance to potentially even be vaccinated by then. Um, I don't really know, probably not, by Easter but um it really feels like now public health um Canada I think is saying or at least some representative from public health uh, in Canada is saying that we might basically everybody that wants to get a vaccine um in Canada will be able to get one by September that's the thinking and i suspect it might actually be earlier than that although it's hard to say because um basically if you could if you could commit right now like i would commit right now to getting a vaccine as soon as it was available but there's going to be millions potentially of um, vaccine hesitant people in Canada that would not sign up for it right now. They would say, Oh, you know, I'm hesitating. Like i I want to see how it plays out for the first few months and then maybe I'll get it. Um, if, if we start forming a queue after that few months, um, it's possible that it would take longer because I think as more people get it, more people will feel comfortable getting it and it'll kind of build on, on itself trust wise. Um, I would love to sign up right now to say like, yeah, sign me up. Um, I want to get it before these vaccine hesitant people. Um, That's probably not how it's going to work. So it's right now, it seems like based on the numbers of people who that that are saying we're excited and eager to get a vaccine that um, they'll get it done by September. But if it turns out that like 95 percent of people say, yes, we want a vaccine, we want to get rid of these public health restrictions. We want to end this pandemic. um, We want to end like even the people that don't want to wear masks and are like angry about it don't want to like i'm sure they don't they're not like looking for a fight they don't walk into a store without a mask just to fight people that would be there's much easier ways to fight people just start a fight club um but yeah between the vaccines that are that are coming out and that have already been approved um it really does feel like if starting to feel like um we might be able to see people like in 2021 we might be able to see people um kind of in medium groups and start to start to remove public health restrictions on on things like face coverings but who knows honestly i went to go and pick up pizza last night um from this uh, extraordinarily small restaurant like this is the riskiest things we do it's like i walk into a um uh, not a restaurant really i mean it's like a the building that makes pizza there's no tables or anything um that's the riskiest thing i do is like walk in there buy pizza with contactless payment and then grab the pizza and walk out that's like the most dangerous thing i've done all week <laughs> and um that in itself, I had this thought as I was walking, as I was, as I walked into the, the, like up to the counter to get the pizza, um, somebody came around the corner and I was wearing a mask and they were wearing a mask and I just, I looked at them and I thought to myself at some point, like again, hopefully in 2021, at some point I'm going to walk into a place and I'm not going to be wearing a mask and I'm going to, I'm going to have walked into that place and the person in the place that's working there is also not going to be wearing a mask. And that is going to be like the first few times that happened. That's going to be so weird. I'm going to feel like I'm going to feel naked, basically. And it's so honestly, I mean, it's a good I guess it's a good feeling to have um, because it proves that like humans are infinitely adaptable. And um, obviously, we're (laughs) I've adapted to this. And um, I'm just really hoping that I'm, I'm hoping, first of all, that kind of society north american society mostly because because um many other like western civilization hasn't really learned this lesson but um kind of a lot of asian countries just have this already built in because they've they've hosted a a larger proportion of of previous i guess they wouldn't be pandemics but like epidemic virus diseases um so like in china countries like China, china and japan Um, They already have mask wearing culture. So if you're sick, you just wear a mask. I really hope that we get to that um, because I really do feel like if if the entire world had already had this ingrained in them um, from the beginning from something like this, that it definitely wouldn't have had any chance to spread anywhere near as much as it has. Um, A lot of people are saying like the basically the stats are pointing out that many um, cases of viral spread come from like one person who has very low symptoms or who has is showing mild symptoms and like they can spread it. That one person can spread it to thousands of other people over the course of a day or two. And if that one person had just said, Oh, like I have a slight tickle in my throat today. I'm going to wear a mask just to protect everybody else. Like that wouldn't have happened. The spread wouldn't have happened. And it's, it's a very weird thing, but um, I really do hope that one of the things we learned from this is that masks are okay. Masks don't have to be this weird thing. Um, and that you know, if you're sick, you can just like we all have them now. So you can just put it on and when you leave the house. If you're going to a grocery store, if you're going on like on a on a train or whatever it is, just friggin' wear a mask. Um, I hope that is one of the lessons we learn. And so I'm gonna leave it here for now. Um, I'm not sure exactly what I'll be discussing on like for the Christmas episode. Maybe I'll review uh like my favorite holiday movies or something. That's actually a fun idea. I'm, I'm stealing that idea for myself in the future. Um, so yeah, I'll leave it there for now. I am curious though, if you are listening to this and you're kind of still trying to figure out your fight, like finalize your, your Christmas plans and seeing family and seeing other people, um, like hopefully as few as possible. I'm curious what, what you're planning to do. So, um, if you are on Twitter, you can send me a message. I'd be really curious to, to kind of go through a conversation with, with any of you. Um, I'm Rob Atrell on Twitter. That's uh, A-T-T-R-E-L-L, preceded by Rob. And um, I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye.